Welcome to Steady Diet of Vinyl, a mini show within the Steady Diet of Music universe. Hey, welcome to A Steady Diet of Vinyl. This is our Christmas special. I'm Brandon. And I am Dan. Dan, are you drinking eggnog? I am. I'm drinking I'm drinking a whiskey and eggnog, actually. Okay. Yeah, it looked like eggnog. Yeah. How festive of you. Yeah, right? It's it's that time of year. I like I like eggnog, do you? I do. I like uh the non-alcoholic version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to mix mine, like eggnog's so strong for me. I like to do about an inch of eggnog and the rest oat milk. And that's oh, like really? a okay. jam. Hmm. Yeah. That actually mm-hmm. does sound pretty good. Eggnog can be a little overpowering. It's too thick for me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of um, festivities and things, uh, I noticed you were a little dressed up tonight, Brandon. What did you do and where did you go? So my wife's company, um, she's a software engineer, um, and they had this big ball. It was a black and white themed holiday ball at the Grand America downtown Salt Lake City. Real fancy, super duper fancy. They wanted you in a tux and gowns, mm. but they weren't turning anybody away. You right. know, I was definitely not the most, I wasn't the most dressed, but I wasn't by far the most underdressed. And I had to rush out and go get clothes <laughs> you i don't didn't... really i don't really do stuff like that you know yeah. like go to fancy stuff so you know so, i just wore like a black tie and a suit and stuff it was, yeah i saw pictures yeah. you guys looked great is there pictures uh i saw a picture of you i don't think it was there i think you guys took like a a picture before you guys left but it was of you and Lindsay and uh and frankie was in it too okay yeah that was at her mom's house before we left yeah 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 you guys looked great Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, it was okay. Like it wasn't really our thing. Like it was really fancy, and I think we got there a little too early because the first hour was like they don't let you into the ballroom. They just like it had they had open bars everywhere. These little okay. stands, right? And they had put on the 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 invitation that there was going to be cocktails and mocktails, mm-hmm. and so we're like, oh yeah, because we don't drink, so we're like, well, let's go get some mocktails. Yeah. And we went up and my wife was like, hey, uh, yeah, can I get a mocktail? And the guy looked at her like he had said she had said something completely wrong. <laughs> and she was just like, he's like, what? And she's like, mocktail. And I was like, virgin drinks. And he's like, oh, uh, OK, what do you want? And she's like, I just like whatever you think will be good. And then he's like, well, what do you want? And I was like, I just want a Coke on ice. And he like poured me my Coke and he looked at her again and was like, what do you want? And she's like, just give me a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> She's like, I went for mocktails and I got Sprite and grenadine. Right. But we like, you know, everybody's <clears throat> drinking and, and mingling, but uh, my wife's new to this particular company. She's not new to the career, but new to this company. So we didn't know anybody. So we we're just like sitting down, just hanging out, talking. We have a good time together, but um, we weren't mingling. And then they let you in this great big ballroom that was all decked out and they had this full a uh, big band playing That's and so these cool. like there was there was like 10 TVs behind them various sizes of TVs with different old 
Christmas movies playing. Oh, cool. That was really cool. And they were playing like big band jazz style stuff. And every, every once in a while they'd throw in a Christmas song. And there was a girl up there singing every once in a while as well. And it was cool. It's just like that that style of big jazz bands, which is nice. But like after a while, it just like kind of gets really repetitive for sure, me. Sure, sure. And my wife and I were talking about it. And she's like, you know what it's missing is like a real MC, You know, mm. a real like master of ceremony. Right, right, where right. You know, the the person would be up there and making jokes and talking to the audience mm-hmm. in between songs and introducing the band members. So that wasn't really happening. It was just a kind of song after song after song. Right. Yeah, that, that could be pretty repetitive. Yeah. We ate some food and then we were like, Do you want to go? Yeah, let's go pick up our daughter and go. <laughs> so <laughs> right on. <laughs> that's 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 what we did. It was uh it was festive, it was cool. My wife had a question for me. She was like would you be able to do this sort of thing like all the time, you know, like every couple of weeks or every month? Oh, I was right. like, well, like a rich lifestyle kind of. Yeah. I just don't, do th- you know what gets tiring is talking to strangers? Cause it ends up being the same conversation over and over again. And I'm so, I, I'm so tired of like the let's exchange conversations about what we do for a living because that doesn't really tell you anything about the person no but it's always like one of the first questions it's it is yeah i think we should change it to what do you do for fun and that could be interesting yeah or when you always hit somebody with the where do you see yourself in five years people (laughs) people people never like expect that they're just like what a question it's 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 kind of a good question i don't know i would like it they're like It'd put me on, I would just say it'd probably make me nervous. Dead. <laughs> Dead. I don't see myself alive in five years. <laughs> yeah, it would put you in this situation where you're like, are my am I interviewing now? <laughs> you get all nervous. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what do you do when you're alone? What do you do when you're alone at home and the windows are and, shut? That's from nobody's watching. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh. What do you do? Do <laughs> you really want to know? And then they tell you their deepest, darkest secret, and you're like, gross, I just watch TV. (laughs) That's good. Anyway, uh, this is our Christmas special, um, and we're going to get into it right now with Vinyl Pole, and I'm up first. Uh, I shared this with Dan previously. We shared our records this time. We we usually keep them as a surprise, but this time maybe we could talk about both of our records. So I have here, Dan, Booker T in the M... Yes, it's called In the Christmas Spirit, and it is on a red vinyl, a a, a transparent red vinyl. What it is, is it, first of all, Dan, are you familiar with Booker T? I am not at all. Yeah, he was like, uh, Booker T and the MGs were like a backing band for a lot of the uh, classic soul bands. So, you know, Otis Redding for one. Oh, okay. I love so Otis when, Redding. So when Otis Redding would want to go and record, like they, they would do the music for it. Okay. And I, I believe he was a writer as well. This one in particular is cover songs of old Christmas music, and it's done in a, a soul note, and it's uh, it's all instrumental. And that's why I got it, because I wanted, I wanted an instrumental Christmas record. I thought it would be good to kind of have on as background music Mm -hmm. and that's what it ended up being uh i I would say that so i bought this at barnes and noble i was out christmas shopping and i was with my daughter and it was hectic and crazy and i was like i want to pick up a a christmas record so i go through i'm looking at them and there was a couple of choices i had to listen on my phone 
you know, like ear to the speaker kind of thing. Like, is this what I want? Because I had never heard it. And I heard that it was just instrumental and soul and had kind of a Motown feel to it. So I immediately bought it. When I went home and listened to it, uh, it's not that I was disappointed, but it was... Did you listen to it? (laughs) I did. Christmas baseball music, right? Yes, thank you. Okay. Yeah. My favorite part about it, I like that there was no words. And I thought it was just the first song. I was like, oh, they probably just did the first song instrumental. But yeah, the whole album was instrumental. And I like that the keyboard took the lead vocals. Like for like jingle bells, it would be like do 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 do. And like you're right, it totally sounded like like an organ style at like a baseball game. Yeah, and that's Booker T. That's Booker T on the keys there. Okay. And there was a couple of songs like uh, White Christmas. He jumped on actual uh, uh, piano. Yeah. 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 And and there was also Winter Wonderland, which is my favorite on the record. I don't know if he used different organs or if he just, you know, messed with the knobs to get different sounds from it. Mm-hmm. But that on that particular one, I really liked the sound of the organ. Yeah. And it had a and the guitar was kind of funky in it mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that. But some of the songs, the way the organ sounds just sounds like a baseball game. Like it for sure does, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of that sound. No, me neither. It was good. Like it was it, it made me giggle, but I mean I would listen to it again for sure, especially during the holidays. It was just like a little bit, just, I would just say just like a little bit cringy, but like in a good way. You know what I mean? I, I actually really did. <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy it for sure. I wouldn't buy it again. Like had I, you know, lost it or right, if I right, could go back right. in time, I wouldn't purchase it again. I'm okay with having it and it'll, it'll be in the rotation around this time of year. And I think it's best for background music. Like I was yeah. sitting down and listening to it on my stereo kind of loud and uh, me and my wife were on the couch listening to it and we were really like taking it in and it's not one of those records. You don't need to really pay attention to this one. You just need it on in the background. And I noticed when I was wrapping some uh, Christmas gifts uh, and hanging out with my daughter and it was just on in the background at a lower volume. I was like, oh, this works perfect because you just like it kind of fades into the background mm-hmm. and every once in a while you hear some Christmas sounds. So right. That, that's what I would do with it. And that is my vinyl poll. Booker T and the MGs in the Christmas spirit. Wouldn't recommend it to everyone, but give it a listen. It's on streaming platforms. Yeah. Dan, what you got? All right, everybody. I have, it is called uh, Winter Wonderland. It is basically just a compilation of various artists. And fun fact, most of these songs, Brandon, are like my favorite versions of these songs. Like I bought this album and I'm like, oh, I love this version of white Christmas or, Oh, I love this version of, you know, jingle bell rock or whatever. Every artist that's on there, like does first, like some reason, like I totally lucked out and they do like my favorite version of the song. So I believe it has 20 Christmas songs on it. Various artists like Nat King Cole, uh, Louis Armstrong, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, they got a lot of really good artists. Brenda Lee. That is my favorite version of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. There is no other to me. That's what I noticed about this record when you when you sent it over to me. I was like, these are some of my favorites. Yeah, especially like like Bing Crosby. Like every every Christmas, like I was telling you before the show, every Christmas song that guy does is just like gold. His voice was like made for Christmas songs, in in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, on this one he does uh, Melakaliki Maka with the Andrew Sisters. Andrew's sisters. 
Would that be your favorite track from the album? Oh, gosh, there's so many good ones. I would say either Melakaliki Maka by Bing Crosby or Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland. Yeah, I saw that one on there. That one is really, really good. Her voice is absolutely beautiful. Like, yeah, everyone heard her singing Wizard of Oz, but hearing it, like, I believe she was, like, older. So her voice was more matured, and it's just a really, really good good version of that song. Yeah, Run, Rudolph, Run by Chuck Berry. That's that's a yep, great one. Yep, that one's on there, too. It's It's got the, the Bing Crosby, White Christmas, which is very enjoyable for me, but I, I prefer the Drifters version. Okay. You know, the... Doo -doo 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 yes. That's, like, my favorite version. But other than that, like, I, you sent this to me, and I was like, I wish I had this. Like, this is great. It's all the classics done by all the classic people. Mm -hmm. You should definitely get it. It's it's great. It's got a, a ton of tracks on it. Louis Armstrong does a song called Zat You Santa Claus, like Z-A-T. Zat You Santa Claus. <laughs> that one's that one's pretty good. Where'd you get it from? I got it on Amazon. I think it was like 30 bucks, okay. 25 or 30 bucks. Wasn't, wasn't too overly priced. Mel and I were sitting there one night. We're like, we don't own a Christmas record, and... Boom, 25 bucks on Amazon. It was here in like two days. It's not bad. It's a, it's a double disc, and it's got a ton of songs ton on it. A ton of songs. And I just want to point out, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, Dan, but the art on the record that I have and the art that the record that you have looks like almost the same artist. Yeah, it really it really does, yeah. It looks like paper mache, mm -hmm. like almost like, not paper mache, like paper cutouts is what I mean. Yeah, I, I knew exactly what you meant. I don't know. Maybe that's like a, a Christmassy type of, I don't know artist maybe yeah maybe it's the same artist yeah. I, I haven't i didn't look into it i should have looked into it because i noticed that when you sent me sent me the picture i was like oh it looks very similar graphic design and art yeah but yeah uh anything more on your vinyl poll no i think that's about it all right well let's get into name that band <laughs> and Dan will go first on this. All right. So this is a uh, single artist. It is a man. He was born December 7th, 1949. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if you're like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> How did you yeah, guess that? From that? <laughs> from just his birthday. <laughs> he was born December 7th, 1949. He's an American musician, composer, songwriter, and actor. His lyrics were often focused on the underbelly of society and are delivered in his trademark deep voice. He worked primarily in jazz during the 70s, but since then in the 80s, he has reflected greater influence from blues, rock, and experimental genres. Who am I? Oh, he was born in 47, you said? 49. <laughs> 49, okay. All so right. 49. Um, okay. So for some reason I was thinking Frank Sinatra, but the, that's the, the age wouldn't be right there. Um, no. The only person that comes to mind besides that, like when I'm thinking of a composer in the style of music and an actor, I think of like Harry Connick Jr. Okay. See, the <clears throat> I'm going to give you a hint, and these are all good guesses. Okay. The jazz part really threw me off. I would not consider him a jazz... Consider him a jazz musician, maybe in his early career, but like the later stuff, it was more like folk blues rock. Okay. 
And if you can't guess it, I'll give you a final hint, and it'll probably give it away, like a dead giveaway. Okay. <laughs> give a couple more seconds. No, no, no. Go for it. I did. I just okay. Uh, nothing's coming to mind. This man's name is Thomas Allen Waits. Oh, Tom, Tom Waits. Ah, oh, so that's that's a good one. I the reason I did this is because the jazz one. I'm like that's gonna throw him off. So that's why, like, I I kind of I left it in there because. I don't. I, I wouldn't associate him with jazz, but like I said, I haven't really heard his early, early stuff. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah, his early stuff. He, he did a lot of like, I guess it would be considered jazz. Um, I, I would like the way I think of it is like you know, like a piano player playing like piano and singing in a bar. Sure. Like that's what it's, oh, his okay. early stuff kind of sounds like to me, which is jazz. But, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean, gosh, what? I don't know if you could put. Tom Waits in just a simple label, you know, a simple genre. Like he's really his own genre and right. uh, really experimental and not the sense of the word where we hear experimental and we just think like way out there, like experimental where he's, you know, he's doing percussion on like, uh, you know, like buckets mm-hmm. and different things. And yeah, for yeah. sure. That's a good one, Dan. Thank you. So, and I'm sure he has a Christmas song. You know, I'm sure he does. Uh, like you said before, you're, we were going to try to do Christmas ones. I just couldn't think of one, but I bet you he does have a Christmas song. Okay, so I didn't I didn't go necessarily Christmas, but I kind of did, and you, you'll understand why. All right. So this group, which is uh, probably, I would consider a three-piece, uh, they started the year we were born, both of us, 1983. They were the first group to highlight the importance of the MC DJ relationship. Rolling Stone magazine uh, had them at 48 of the 100, 100 greatest artists of all time. One of the members' brothers was a big time record producer. Do you know who they are? Is it? It's a hip hop group, right? Yeah. 83. Run DMC. It is Run yeah, DMC. Yeah, and they had the they had the Christmas the, that Christmas song or the Christmas and Hollis. Christmas yeah, and Hollis. that's that's yeah that that song's fantastic. Yeah, cool man. Run DMC. Joseph Simmons uh, was recruited into hip hop by his older brother Russell Simmons. Gotcha. Big oh, time okay, record okay, okay. producer. That makes sense. That's yeah yeah. See, cool. Well. Uh, you won and I didn't. That's awesome. <laughs> I know for once I got one. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to end this very short and sweet Christmas special of Steady Diet of Vinyl with records on our horizon. And this time we thought we would give to you a couple records that uh, we're looking to pick up either uh, by the season's end or maybe next year, Christmas albums. And I have a couple here, Dan, for you. One is actually pretty similar to the one you have. At least there's similar artists and similar songs on that album that that, uh, that you have there. It's called mm-hmm. A Christmas Gift for You. It's the Phil Spector like Motown Christmas album. So it's got all the all the greatest Motown hits, and that's got to be my favorite Christmas music is Motown hits. Uh, the other one would be the Gremlins original score. It's got some Christmassy oh, okay. stuff in there, and just it just feels so much like a a Christmas album to me. It's Christmas movie to me, and uh, I 
spoiler alert, but I do talk about it at some point on the Steady Diet of Music Christmas special, which will be coming out uh, very soon. But anyway, that's what I got. What do you got? All right. So I want, so I was saying earlier that Bing Crosby is like my favorite, like Christmas artist or whatever. So he has an album. It's just a a collaboration of different Christmas songs called Bing Crosby's Christmas Classics. And that one currently is $24.99 on Target. So might have to order that pretty soon. Also, I thought um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. uh, This one's actually on Amazon Prime right now. It's... uh, how do you pronounce that that guy's last name? Uh, Vince Gardini, Gardini Trio. I don't know the Vince Gardini Trio, but the uh, yeah the Charlie Brown Christmas. I think that that would be a a pretty necessary record for around the holiday season. Yeah, it's got that song Christmas time, <laughs> <Yeah>. is here. <laughs> and it looks like a green vinyl, eighteen ninety nine on Amazon. That's actually not too bad. Uh, the one I'm looking at. Uh, it's just on Apple Music has the great pumpkin waltz in it and Thanksgiving theme. Yes. I don't know if the vinyl has that, but actually I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out because it also has free lease. Ooh. Which I wouldn't consider a Christmas song, but it's a it's a nice tune. No, it it really is a nice tune. They also have the instrumental Christmas time is here and the vocal version. Oh, so if you didn't get enough of it, it's back to back, which is <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> kind of a poor choice. Right? Yeah, that's a good one. Those are good ones, cool. Dan. All right. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays, Dan. Happy holidays, Brandon. Enjoy your eggnog responsibly, everyone. And I hope you get everything you want. Unless it hurts somebody else or yourself. Bye. Bye. Steady Diet of Vinyl has been a bonus episode of Steady Diet of Music. You can check out all the other bonus material right on this channel, like Tour Stories and The Dustbin. And if you need to get a hold of us for any reason, you can do so by emailing us at steadydietofmusicpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.